0: It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty what is happening i hope you got the boom there because it's friday and i'm not gonna be on here until i don't think tuesday so you guys can hopefully get caught up so i've done a lot of shows this week so if you're behind if not uh i don't know i might not have doing a show of the weekend i probably won't but i'm not scheduled until tuesday so you guys can get into catching up on your other podcasts that aren't quite as cool as this podcast And this podcast here is on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, brought to you by Stoner Eats Productions, brought to you by Hypnosis is Great, brought to you by Hardcore Entertainment, brought to you by Fred Ben Savage as Buck, and SockEmUp.org. So I think there's six. There's five or six, but all those are there. So you guys, thank you, sponsors. And that's what's keeping this Crazy room going and all them downloads. So, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Today, I'm going to bring on a special guest. I've been on his podcast, so he's coming over on my podcast. So, we're going to get right into it. And I'm going to bring him on right here, right now. We have Chancy, how you doing?
1: What's
2: up, dude?
0: Dude, I didn't ask what your last name was even. I'm a dick. I'm a shitty fucking host now. Like, nah, man, right. Are nah, you just you're Chansey? good. Like, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I
2: usually don't throw it out there. I, I don't care. I'll throw it out there. But the fact that you were able to get the first name right completely—it's just like it's an auto pass. Because I mean, Chancy's the hardest part of the name. My last name's Gripe. It's okay. real easy. Well, yeah, but, like. Yeah, if you can get Chancey out, you're golden.
0: (laughs) Where'd that come from? How did that name come about? Uh, It's my
2: great-grandfather's name.
0: Cool. Was he living in, where was he living? Was that somewhere? Uh,
2: Minnesota. Yeah, he lived up north of Minnesota.
0: We're kind of strung.
2: Yeah, we're strung from Canada down just about to Mexico, you
0: know. Along the, uh, was it the 35? Is that right?
2: yep well, along 35 yeah pretty along much
0: 35 just hanging along the river yeah uh the chancy family goes down the mississippi and just uh <laughs> like okay yeah. well i'm good here
2: yeah they went i think they went west and then they hit iowa and they're like you know what i don't think it's cold enough let's go north yeah
0: let's, <laughs> let's go up there it'll be good and yeah i mean yeah most people move to uh they move to Alaska uh, to get warmer weather than Minnesota, they they move from Minnesota. They move to Alaska for warmer <laughs> weather.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> the, I can see it.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I, I've never been to Alaska though, so I can't I can't say for sure. But um, I don't know, man. Alaska is something. I've been close. I've been pretty close to Alaska, but just haven't quite gone there. But yeah, it's Alaska. Who needs to go to Alaska, especially? You know, I think that'd be pretty wild either way to be, if either have it be summer or winter there when it's you got either dark almost all the time or light almost all the time. Right. I, I assume that's why a bunch of serial killers and fucking weirdos go up there to hey get you away. Leave, and,
2: you you leave Bob Lee Hanson out of this, all right? That's <laughs> right? Iowa's little secret. We keep that in the closet here, all right. We don't talk about Mr. Hansen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just right on up to Alaska, and I mean, yeah. So wait, so uh, well now, now we're gonna talk about it. So what? Oh, for the... sure, yeah. Bob Lee I, Hansen, yeah. yeah not so he close. was, he,
2: he was from Iowa, and I don't know why. It's weird. It's one of those things where like it's a coin flip. He could have, you know, if he wasn't, if you, I guess you could say he was crazy. If you want to go as far as to say that anyone that commits mass murder or serial murder is crazy. But, like, if the guy wasn't unpopular in Iowa, he would have never moved to Alaska. But, like, when he moves to Alaska, he becomes a baker. And he also goes and takes people out hunting and stuff. And he's very proficient at it because, I mean, Iowa, you know, we hunt a lot. It's kind of a thing. So he's taking people out in Alaska, out hunting and stuff. So it gives him access to a plane. And it gives him access to all these, like, remote locations. So in the 70s, I think it's mostly the 80s, but I want to say he started in the 70s. He would pick up um, women of the night, as we'll put it,
1: yeah. and
2: he would take them to his house and, you know, have have the first round of fun there and then get them on a plane, take them out to the middle of the woods and then hunt them.
0: So he's flying this plane, too.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, and now, like, in Alaska, you know, it's, you're not, it's like one of those things where you're not, uh, you're not somebody unless you got a little puddle jumper, and he actually, he actually was denied ownership of a plane because he didn't pass psych about, but he still got a hold of one anyway.
0: Wow. Yeah, I've always, that was one of those things, you have to go and uh, pass, yeah, you can't just pay money. You can't just walk in, yeah,
2: Yeah. yep.
0: but, you know, you don't need to pass a psych evaluation to drive a, a car. So um, I think maybe we should, not... You what? I think we should, though. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, there's there's a lot of instances. I think it could help out to be like, well, maybe maybe this person shouldn't be driving on the road. It's, uh, it's you know, if you can't fly in the airplane, you maybe shouldn't be driving on the road either. Facts. <laughs> Yeah, facts. there's probably other things you shouldn't be doing, and psych evaluations can probably mostly um, objectively figure out if you know the person should. There, sure, there's going to be some cases where people probably would be okay. Yeah, you know, flying a plane or driving a car, and they say you shouldn't, but it's also going to stop some. But then. I don't know how, you know, if that's one of those things just to kind of make everybody feel safe and it's not really even a. It's, a whole yeah, thing. it's kind
2: of one of the, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it only makes you feel safe. Cause like Mr. Hansen wasn't supposed to have a plane, but he still got a plane. Right. So, I mean, eh, yeah. But yeah, no, I, honestly, if, if it wouldn't have been for one of his victims getting away, I don't know if, the, I'm not sure if he would have ever been caught. Cause like, it was just. Yeah. It's, it's such an ex, you know just a vast expanse of wilderness out there.
0: Yeah, who's gonna oh, go out there?
2: And then on top of that, they were you know they were night workers, so like they could just come and go. So if they just up and disappeared, well, maybe they went back down to Oregon or the lower forty-eight or whatever.
0: And a lot Who of fuckers go to Oregon. There's a lot of fucking weirdos in Oregon. I can I can attest, to that, <laughs> dude i can very much attest to that one there are a lot of fucking weirdos in portland or in oregon in general oregon's a big fucking place and there's a lot of different parts of it and uh yeah, you know, oregon oregon's pretty wild and nice yeah and so um you know so i wonder then why there wasn't any uh some sort of i don't know what the you know number of people that would be there but there wasn't like a uh casino slash uh mob kind of thing up there going on
2: you know that's a good question i'm not i'm not sure exactly like if the, as far as like if the mob's fingers went up that high north i don't know if they wanted to like you know, i think after the cuban fiasco they probably were just kind of like hey we got our lock on our on our areas <laughs> we're nationwide globally in case of certain you know certain elements
0: yeah
2: yeah i i don't i don't know i'm not sure exactly what i mean they probably could have got away with it because i mean all the oil you know like the oil industry before they stopped drilling and whatnot they could have they could have put they could have put a monopoly on like supplies like they did in new york with construction you couldn't yeah. build a building you couldn't build a building in like the 70s Without paying something to the mob on the side.
0: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it would have been. I mean, who? Yeah, who's gonna say no to someone up there? Like, like you said, someone could just go and be like, "Hey, let's go on a little plane ride. Let's go on a drive." Um. And yeah, right. It's not just
2: they just decided to go. They went back to New York. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Yeah, and I mean, now it's crazy with um, with Lake Mead over in uh, outside of vegas is drying up yeah. now and they're finding all these barrels and shit um yeah and it's like well yeah okay that's yeah might you know alaska might have been a better choice uh but you it did? wouldn't have been as many people but yeah man vegas vegas is a wild place i'll, I'll tell you that much man um i wish not i, I could have
2: read it I wish I could have rented out one of those rooms that they had at the casinos where it would face the open desert when they were doing the nuclear testing. <laughs> you could actually rent a room and watch them just pop nukes off in the distance. Like,
0: ooh. Oh, no shit. Like, uh, like, back, yeah. so would that have been like back in the...
2: 50s, like, 60s. It, 60s. it was before the... Yeah, it was before Kennedy signed the, uh, the non-atmospheric tests.
0: And yeah i mean uh it's not that far out i mean if you can see it i mean i mean it's pretty flat but still i mean being able to see uh, a blast it's not that far away and then
2: depends on like if because if they're using thermonuclear i mean you can be at a safe distance and still get a good show you know remember remember what the pit boy taught us you know
0: yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh it was some crazy shit. And then I mean all those places they were testing. Um, like I my grandpa worked uh he was in he was in the Korean War and then he worked in um at Hanford up, which is like um near the like on the Columbia River, sort of like almost like between Oregon and Washington, closer towards um out towards Idaho and stuff. And uh, they did a whole bunch of testing and shit there of all kinds of stuff. What, you know, what the effects are on uh, on humans and, you know, uh, (laughs) he only lived to be in his early 60s. And then, uh, yeah, you know, so that that's kind of what it does. So if uh, you're wondering what uh, all kinds of (laughs) nuclear shit does to people, it turns out nothing, nothing that great. So, um, right. Yeah, get get that get that fucking uh, rule of thumb. Is that where rule of thumb came from?
2: It isn't. It is not. That is not the rule. That's not where the rule of thumb came from. Where did um,
0: rule of thumb come from,
2: man? Why do I got to be the one who knows all the useless knowledge that's going to get everybody canceled? <laughs> I, I,
0: I know the rest. I know the rest of the useless knowledge you don't know, man. I'm a I'm a I'm a Jeopardy guy, man. I know I know a lot of useless shit
2: so the most common reference to the rule of thumb is back when you could you know god i hate that when you could treat your wife like property okay rule rule was you could whip you could beat her with a stick no wider than your thumb
0: oh okay yeah maybe i do remember hearing that okay and so that's that's the first rule of thumb <laughs> this one yeah this one became the, the second like, rule of thumb the, yeah then, the, the, yeah, thumb? yeah. <laughs> But
2: I, I would say the better rule of the two is more so for the nuclear, uh, fallout gauge. Cause if you can cover up the mushroom cloud with your thumb, then then you're at a safe distance. But, uh, you know, depending on which way the wind's blowing, you might want to get the F out of Dodge.
0: Yeah. And so they used to, um, so up in near Hanford and up in like the, there's the, these tri cities, uh, near there there's like these three sort of large cities kennewick fucking washington richland and pasco and yeah um, and so there would be all these fucking there's a lot of tumbleweeds and shit out there
1: and these tumbleweeds
0: would come into town and they so the ones that were fucking radioactive they used to go and paint them spray paint them bright pink but then (laughs) people would get freaked out because they'd start seeing these things all over, seeing these pink fucking uh, things. So they just Um, stopped doing it. So they figure, you know, there's still all these like radioactive fucking tumbleweeds flying through town and like rocks are still fucking hot and um, (laughs) it's it's fucking wild out there.
2: Like, never mind putting them in a barrel or collecting them, you know, nothing, you know.
0: Well, let's just let's just paint them
2: pink, they'll know not to go near them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: just don't don't touch these ones. And then and yeah, dude, fucking tumbleweeds, man. Um, I don't think I had seen tumbleweeds. I think I saw a tumbleweed, like one tumbleweed in central Oregon when I was like 17. And then I don't think I saw one until I was probably in my 30s. Yeah, it's uh I was like, whoa, man, that's a fucking tumbleweed. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's not, not something I was used to seeing. Um, but I don't fucking know, man. Tumbleweeds, dude. There's no tumbleweeds out there, uh, are no, there?
2: No, no, no. It's it's much too it's much too damp up here. Well, out here, up here in the middle. We're like, you know, just kind of stuck in the middle. Steeler's wheel. Yeah. But no, we're... Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: nice, thanks.
2: It's kind of like if you go out west and south, then you'll run into uh, tumbleweeds like when you get out into like, you know, Colorado, Nevada, and then like down south Arizona, you know, New Mexico, stuff like that. Yeah, you'll see a lot of tumbleweeds out in that area, Texas, sometimes Oklahoma, sometimes because I remember seeing one traveling with my uncle in a semi back in the 90s when they could bring people along, you know. Uh, I remember seeing a couple of them going down south.
0: So how how was that? How was fucking riding (laughs) around semi in the 90s? Fucking uh, probably mostly along 35, I assume. Honestly, that specific
2: trip I brought up took place um, in mid-April of 1995. Okay, so
0: So this is like uh, O.J. Simpson trial time somewhere around there uh
2: oklahoma city bombing actually
0: oh oh, shit okay yeah
2: yeah so like (laughs) yeah
0: like
2: uh so this the the trip started off here in iowa then we went through cabrini green in chicago it was like late night drop and i'm like i was i was thinking to myself you know i thought it was weird that my uncle wasn't abiding by the by the street laws you know he would not stop at a stoplight he just kept going And we picked up a load there, went to St. Louis, Missouri. And we were supposed to do, it was like a house delivery of furniture and stuff. But that family just up and decides to go out of country. Just last minute decision. Shaved like a day or two off the entire trip. Okay, well, the next load we can pick up is stationary to go down to the Alfred P. Murrah building. But they have like a side building it's like it's not directly connected to it but where we were parked if it would have been a day or two later would have basically i'd have just been a stone chair out there with the rest of the stone chairs for the uh memorial tributes to the to the children and stuff because i would have basically just been right outside
0: and so you were there a day before
2: Yeah, it was like a day or so before. I want to say it was the 18th or the 17th, possibly.
0: So how'd you find out about it?
2: We got home. So like we get home, we're driving through Kansas. I'll skip the tornado story in Kansas because we drove parallel to a tornado on the way home on the same trip. But we get home and my mom's watching the news and I'm like, hey, I was there. I know that building. And my mom's like, what? (laughs) I was like, yeah, what happened? I don't understand. It's just like somebody blew up the building. And I'm like, huh, that didn't happen when I was there. I'm a child. I'm I'm just a wee yeah. child. I'm like, maybe I'm maybe 10. And
1: okay. this game, I'm,
2: I'm like, huh, that's strange. Didn't look like that when I was there. Just back to playing. Yeah, it was Holy the damnedest thing. It, it actually, Waco and uh, Oklahoma City kind of got me into the into the idea of entertaining conspiracy theories cuz like there's some theories that are just so far out there you just got to leave them alone but and like some, you know
0: wait wait Waco oh, yeah. was a fucking nightmare
2: total shit show
0: yeah Waco Ruby was Ruby Ridge yeah Ruby Ridge yeah dude that shit was like and then i mean yeah there there was definitely some fucking uh some fuckery, there. some yes. fuckery along there with that one for sure and yeah and then um yeah I mean it seemed a little like oh, okay they're they're there already and uh eh, and shit dude I don't know man that one that one was fucking tough and then with all the kids there and shit like like well fuck that sucks and then, I, uh, go ahead.
2: I was gonna say I knew it was. I knew I knew something was well, like because going back, I, I okay, like I'm a bit of an obsessive personality, so okay. like when I when I first started going into it, I actually went back and watched the hearings, the after the fact hearings, Whoa. and I knew something was fucky when a nobody was convicted of murder in the state of Texas. Not a single, not a single Davidian was convicted of murder against any of the ATF agents. And then on top of that, um, there were arguments being made by the Democrats at the time, because I know Chuck Schumer was one of the big guys in specific, who was yeah. like, oh, they were talking about how the FBI started the fire, but. They all they had were these no, these, these non lethal flashbangs, and I grew up like my grandpa had a federal firearms license. I grew up in gun shows, and I'm sitting myself, and I'm like, hold on, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm for, I'm not, I'm I'm like twelve or fourteen at the time, so I'm old enough to kind of understand a lot more. And I'm like, yeah. nah. Nah, that's not a thing, dude. And this guy <laughs> takes a lump of Play Doh and he's like, I want you to pretend that this is a flashbang. And he hands it to like the deputy director or the director of the ATF or something like that. And he's like, Hey, would you hold on to that and let it blow up if it was a flashbang grenade? And he's like, Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was like, Okay, okay, people are fucking lying.
0: Yeah. And I don't, man. Uh... Did you see any of the newer fucking things that they've like yeah all yeah like those the and...
2: oh everything's new and unleashed, but it's always right. like it's
0: all stuff that we heard and knew and I'll, fucking... I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. No, go for it, man.
2: I was gonna say I'll I'll stop pitching my argument about it being about it being fuckery when they provide the door, the front door had the the the, uh i want to say it was a congressional hearing it might have been a senate hearing don't quote me on that it's been a while since i watched it but they requested the door the front door to prove whether or not the fire came from inside the house or outside the house and this door the one surviving door after the fire disappeared
0: yeah that's yeah uh that's like a uh a plane crashing into something and then fucking just disappears. A passport,
2: and... a pa- a passport miraculously survives going through yeah. fire un- un- unsinged, you know? Right, yeah.
0: Stuff like that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I was like, well, yeah, that, that's kind of a big thing. Like something that, you know, could uh, blow the whole case open just happens to magically disappear. And, you know, if no one's... Watched... Go yeah. ahead. No, I'm uh, saying say no one's questioning it.
2: Well, if you watch the new documentaries on Waco, they actually give themselves away. So now they're like, oh, yes, the first thing we did was threat assessment on the dogs. Well, you know, the ATF is synonymous for shooting dogs.
0: Yeah. That's what threat assessment usually means is shoot the fuck out of it.
2: Right. And so in turn, the government without saying, hey, we fired first went hey we fired first but it wasn't you guys
0: it was just the
2: dogs we were just killing your dogs yeah and then everybody all inside was like wait what the fuck it's yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 a ludicrous argument really because like they showed up in cattle like cattle trailers with with the uh, tarp over the top of it And they're all trying to say like, oh, they were ambushed and this, that and the other. Well, they were technically capable of being ambushed because they're all trying to make up for Ruby Ridge because they fucked up so bad. They're like, oh, like this reporter, they tell all these reporters, hey, you got to be out here at Mount Carmel. We're going to do this thing. And this person is lost. A reporter's lost. So she stops or they I should say they stop a post a postman and they're like hey do you know how to get to this place there's gonna be a big raid turns out it's fucking david koresh's brother-in-law
0: oh shit so it's like hey uh brother-in-law you're uh you know your place you live in you know you know the place you're running uh you might you might want to go and uh, be ready for something they might be happening they
2: even had a, a guy from the atf like they basically bought a house at the end of the driveway across the street and they're like, oh, we're going to college, but they're all like 30 something with mustaches driving the same Crown Victoria cars. Nobody leaves for class. But one of them would come over and do, you know, like hang out at the church, kind of get a feel and see him, you know. And when the raid's going on, like if I'm not mistaken, I think it was either David Koresh or one of the higher up folks walked right up to the cop and was like, dude, we know you're a cop. Tell these people that we know they're coming. Like This is not okay. And the interesting is is that based on the laws of Texas, the reason they weren't convicted of murder is because they were in the right. There was no identification. There was no police search warrant. Nothing of that nature. They just came out and started shooting dogs. So it, it, the way that it's read the way that it, the way that it's read at the hearing by the lawyer that represented the davidians that in texas you can resist an unlawful arrest if they lead off by using excessive
0: force which they, they did i mean so were they able to prove excessive force though i mean
2: i mean they weren't convicted in the state of texas i mean that's they all went to, they all went to, like, there was a bunch of people that went to jail for other stuff.
0: Yeah, like, I minor mean, shit and uh, comparison.
2: The stuff they couldn't get them on. And the, the most frustrating part about it is that the actual warrant that they served by the ATF had more to do with, like, potential uh, child abuse and statutory rape stuff, which the ATF has zero jurisdiction on.
0: Oh, shit. Like, it's,
2: yeah, it's, it's literally all because... A UPS driver found uh, empty dummy grenades, uh, black powder. And I think it was those two specifics came out of a box, and they turned it into the sheriff. People were talking. The people at the ATL or uh, the people at the Branch Davidian compound were like, "Hey, come on out, check out our inventory, because that's how they made money." They bought guns, they, you know, they would buy them independently, like they'd get the lower receiver for the AR-15 and then the barrel, put them together, and you can mod them out, and then they'd take them to a gun show and sell it. And they had all the numbers, they had all the paperwork, there was a guy there that had his own firearms license, they had it set up to where that residence was also like a gunsmithing location because of the fact that they had to follow the rules and everything like that. Yeah. And it's not it's not illegal to own a dummy grenade because I mean the hole's hollowed out in the bottom. There's no primer. There's no explosive or anything like that. But you know, oh, one nosy one nosy motherfucker fucking all of a sudden the ATF's like, hey guys, uh, we got to make up for Ruby Ridge. We got to do something. I don't know. Oh well, hey, we got a UPS driver who says that somebody has some dummy grenades and black powder. You son of a bitch, I'm in. And so I
0: mean, like, what did? the people that were around them like anyone that lived kind of around them were those people sort of like the uh uh fucking the rajneeshi uh no whole thing like where the people around them are all like what's up with these fucking people what what are they doing it was just no no It was basic. they were nice like they always talked about hey man
2: they were like the sheriff was always like hey man they were they were always a pillar of the community um They would get involved in, like, ice cream socials. They would have people come out to the compound. Let's have an ice cream social. Everybody come out and have some fellowship and stuff. But, like, the argument that would be made is that, oh, we could hear automatic gunfire coming from the premises. But, I mean, if you got, like, 15 people sending, you know, dumping mags downrange all at the same time, it's going to sound like automatic fire.
0: Right. And you know, this is also, yeah, it's going to be like, I mean, I, I see most people in Texas know what, what gunfire sounds like as far as, you know, automatic versus that. And then, you know, uh, you know, just kind of like now with uh, any gun, you know, uh, AR-15 style instead, you know, can be whatever.
2: Well, that that, 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 that sends, that just sends chills down my spine and, makes my blood boil at the same time. The whole AR-15 argument. It's like, you guys, do you not understand? Like it it's one of those things where it's like, guys, you're focusing on one type of a rifle. Like they can take you could take the M4, which is basically the same thing. And yeah. then put a couple put a couple little things on it, would wood stock it, you know, so it looks all nice and pretty. And then, oh, no, this one's okay. This one's not an assault weapon. But it does the exact same thing. It's like, no, guys, come on, guys, you killed me. Now they're like, oh, you can't have certain types of handguns. We can't have braces on your handguns. And it's like, who? anybody else seeing what's going on here, guys? Like, anybody? Nobody? I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> i I hope there's someone you know going "Hmm."
2: oh yeah everybody down in texas is paying 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 close attention
0: yeah man uh i don't know man i've only been to texas one time and like i mean texas is a huge state so i mean where i went and where anything else was but i mean i was looking out at property out in west texas uh a while ago like before I moved out here, I was looking out there, like West Texas, East uh, New Mexico. But um, I mean, Texas is fucking like you can drive a whole day and still be in fucking Texas. Yeah. And and yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know, man. Texas is in a fucking world of its own, and it could, if it needed to, it could be its own fucking government. It could.
2: Uh, it's it's written in their constitution, their state constitution.
0: Yeah. And so, I don't know, man. And it's weird that being younger, uh, Texas was always like, seemed like, it's like, oh, this is where all the crazy people are. Before Florida became, before, I don't know, it was always, it was always Texas. And that now is Florida. Florida's where all the, the, the wackos come from or have all the, you know, you type in whatever i also there's a movie called florida man i believe that came out is there nice i think so yeah because i mean if you type in florida man uh, and then any date of the year you get some crazy story or florida woman or yeah. whatever and um yeah i think they made a movie and it was one of those things where it's i think to suppress more uh stuff that might come up in the google searches uh like uh with with the movie uh, Frozen from Disney. So people weren't typing in Disney Frozen trying to figure out, you know, that he was frozen. Yeah, or or like uh, the the Karen uh, people that had all that shit go down and all of a sudden Karen becomes a meme and then all the fuckery with the Bureau of Land Management and all of a sudden BLM becomes a thing right and uh it's like huh, oh, well okay so yeah, yeah okay i yeah something to be like okay well something's going on here so i mean florida man you know you gotta guess you gotta fucking suppress some fucking shit about that you don't want too many of those hey, stories coming out
2: you know i don't blame them necessarily that's that's honestly that's just good marketing if you ask me uh-huh. i mean that's just clever And you were talking about crazy people coming out of Texas. I do have to say though, you can't talk about Texas without talking about Audie Murphy. Audie Murphy is, uh, he's one of my, he's not my like number one personal hero. I couldn't even stop and think about it if I wanted to, as far as like popular people who whatever, but like for someone, his stature, the guy lied about his age. He was too short. He was too light. He ended up, I think he ended up becoming like a major in the uh, in the in the military got the medal of honor super like he got like i think he got like two silver stars in 3 days or two bronze stars in 3 days like the guy was fucking insane took Holy on a shit. hold he took on like 250 germans on top of a burning tank so like That's he's fucking on this, America yeah right he's on this tank destroyer he's like all right everybody fall back to the secondary position i'll be back in a minute He's just hanging out on this thing, just <laughs> daka, 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 daka. he's like, in hindsight, when he was talking about it, he's like, you know, I wasn't really so much worried about the tank exploding. I was just happy that my feet were warm for the first time in three days. It's like you're killing, you're, you're like you're laying waste to all these people. He repelled so many German advances single handedly. But the whole time you're like, man, I'm glad my feet are
0: warm. that's fucking crazy man and i mean yeah dude i mean being able to do that i mean i assume that i mean yeah i mean you, you never know how much of the story is i mean even if that story was half accurate it's still fucking insane just that even if it was fucking 10 people is fucking insane, taking on ten per- people with one person. Oh, that wasn't even the first time he did something
2: like that. He took out two new machine gun nests like on his own before that tank incident. Like the guy was, the guy was fucking unstoppable. Like he got shot in the hip by a sniper, and they like had to take him off the off of the battlefield because he was starting to get gangrene. Goes and gets healed up, and discharges himself from the hospital to go back to the line. He's like, no, I'm good. I got to I can hobble. I'll be I'll get there in a little bit, guys. Just, just hold on. I'll be there in a minute.
0: Holy shit.
2: If Audie Murphy was no joke.
0: And then so did he come out? I. I yeah, my thing. I think I've never heard of him. So like, yeah, he came I, out, I came out of the
2: military and then uh, he was a big, huge actor. Um, he wrote an autobiography that they that they actually adapted into a film called to hell and back and i mean it's it's a decent movie for like 1950s post-world war ii you couldn't you could call it propaganda but it's really like it it's kind of basically about his story
0: yeah but a feel good uh kind of thing in a sense yeah you know
2: america's awesome look at little lottie murphy he's like four foot he's like four foot two but he killed everybody he was <laughs> That's tall a hard
0: though, target but... man like fucking yeah, i know uh, right like fucking jean-claude van damme man uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and then yeah. after all, after
2: all that guys in a plane crash
0: oh shit was it yeah, a it was small like... plane crash in alaska yeah.
2: No, it wasn't in Alaska. I don't, I don't. At least I don't think so. But uh they were going somewhere. I don't remember specifically where. It was him and like four or five other people. I want to say it was either four or six people on board, and everybody died. They crashed oh, into so. a mountain range in this in in a storm. Yeah, goes through all that. Gets the Medal of Honor, couple a uh, couple of other you know. I think Bronze Stars of Valor, all types of commendations. Pulls a John Denver.
0: Fucking John Denver, man. <laughs> dude, fuck I man. I can't, yeah.
2: I can't. believe you. Dude. I can't believe you hadn't heard of Audie Murphy. Audie Murphy is awesome.
0: I can't either, man. I don't have to do, do some more research today, man. I got a uh, call the next few days, man. I can I can get into a deep dive down there with that, um, especially with how much I fucking like. I was doing like a bunch of history shit that was like gonna be my major for a while, and it was based on World War II shit. Nice. Was I that fucking high? Like I just must didn't have been. Remember any of it, man? I guess. Like fuck. But dude. then again,
2: we we always do show up late to these kind of events. It's kind of one of those things where we're like, you know what? We're not gonna stop our party, and then somebody comes around and knocks over our drink, and we're like, all right, motherfucker, this yeah. is what's yeah. up.
0: Yeah, now it's now it's time. Now it's time to get into this. And
2: I mean, yeah. you know, and then when we come in, we come in, we come in hot. You know, especially for the first two world wars. Like my favorite argument on World War One is that the Germans of all people were like, "You can't use these trench shotguns. You can't use a trench gun in the trenches. It's a war crime." Motherfucker, you're using chlorine gas. Yeah, chlorine gas, sir. And they're like, oh, no, we don't want you to slam fire six rounds of fucking double-op bug shot.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah this is fine.
2: They're like, oh, if we catch any American with a, with shells or a shotgun, we're going to instantly summarily educate, or uh, not educate them, ed- execute them. And America was like, well, you know, give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> And then in the second one, you know, it was like, here, try these experimental weapons. Oh, by the way, here's the sun. Here's Tom with the weather.
0: (laughs) Ah, there you go. (laughs) Thanks, man. Right? Yeah. Um, Okay, so World War I, uh, you know, uh, I think there was something where... I hadn't heard this before, like, one of the reasons we entered war, World War I was because the Germans had attacked uh, an artillery, I believe it was an artillery station in New York, and I had never heard that before. It was like Tom, Tom not Tomcat, but something like that, and oh. I had never heard that until like the last six months.
2: Yeah, I mean I I actually hadn't heard that one either cuz everyone's always been always about oh the Lusitania, the Lusitania. Like right. okay, let's let's overlook the fact that we were actually illegally carrying arms <laughs> on the civilian boat.
0: Yeah. Look um, over
2: here government.
0: <laughs> and I mean, it's a that's the only attack on uh on american soil like on the on the mainland besides in world war ii there was uh a bunch of balloons or not a bunch it was a number of balloons that came over and ended up killing some people i think it was in oregon
2: yeah uh, it was over on the west coast yeah
0: yeah um and yeah that i mean i think that was the only other one that happened
2: um, Well. The oh. Japanese did hit Mainline, Alaska. They were trying to go for the Illusion Islands. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, America and Canada fought them off.
0: Onto the fucking, it's probably fucking. Well, probably he wasn't there quite yet. Uh, other people like uh, the dude, you know, flying on the plane out there right. killing, killing uh, ladies of the the night. Oh, Bobby
2: Hansen. Nah, he wasn't even alive yet at that yeah, point.
0: Bobby Hansen. So, nah, he, th- uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, I was going to go back to this thing right here that it was called the Black Tom bombing in 1916. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, two million tons of war materials packed into train cars that blown up in the Black Tom Railroad yard that is now part of Liberty State Park. And so it was some fucking Germans. And like, I had never heard that until. Yeah, six months ago, and which blew my mind. Like I had no fucking it blew their mind. Never too. heard of any of that shit. And apparently, yeah, I, heard and, of that. I saw it on a Mandela effect video. Actually, is what I saw it on. Hmm. Which I don't know whatever that is, or but like again, I, like I study World War like I guess World War One as well pretty extensively, and I do not remember that. At all, but then could have just been really high. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! On
2: top of that, there's a there was a lot of information at that time too. I mean, we were kind of on our own. So I mean, it would be easy for something like that to kind of get. Let's gloss over that. You know, technically, we're not supposed to be doing this, that, and the other anyway. The Germans yeah. caught us. Okay, okay, you caught us, but let's see you catch us again. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. That. So is that like a Mandela thing where instead of the Lusitania that this thing this attack in New York is really yeah, shit, I hope I'm not in the wrong universe oh, yeah. pe- I, yeah. like I feel like I wake up every day and I just into a new one like you know me that's too. not a thing that's not a what do you mean that's not a thing
0: some of them have been fucking wild I mean yeah that one was one of the ones I think that got me the most of anything uh and i still can't figure it out i i don't know i can't I there's can't probably say, I mean,
2: there's probably a lot of classified stuff that you'd probably have to do a freedom of information act just to try and get what's declassified from that specific attack
0: yeah i mean it was yeah 107 years ago so hopefully something I mean there's a lot of stuff that's not declassified and even what is declassified for anything I don't believe half Redacted. of what the fuck is put in there
2: right
1: yeah,
2: yeah no I, I, aside from that World War I incident which I'm going to have to look into that you said it was the Black Tom explosion the Black Tom attack okay yeah, yeah. for sure yeah uh, another one that I've always found interesting was the attempted attack by the Japanese with the Illusion Islands campaign they actually strategically got together and decided that the only way that they could physically uh, invade the mainland United States was to travel around uh, in like, it's like in South America and then up to the Illusion Islands there in Alaska and then do like a full, like a multi frontal, like up through Mexico into Canada, down through Canada into the mainland and cut it in half in the middle and ironic ironically enough the uh spy planes that were released not too long ago the two ones that that we really know about followed the exact path of the illusion islands campaign
0: holy shit going both ways
2: like one of them went through the south american route and then the other one went because you noticed how the one came in and we noticed it like there was one up in Alaska that got shot down over Canadian airspace and stuff like that. And then there was another one that came in and drifted over through the Midwest. And then there was one that went through South America.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that part either. And so... But I, mean, I mean, that whole fucking thing. And then with Pearl Harbor, I mean, that's a fucking...
2: That's kind of a fifty-fifty. That's kind yeah. of a fifty-fifty because you can't you, you can't really like where do you lump that? Because like we kind of let it happen, but yeah. at the same time, we kind of didn't think that they were that dumb. I mean, I I don't necessarily blame them. I gotta be like, they're not that stupid. They're not gonna do that. But that's what happens when you underestimate your enemy,
0: right? Which is something you can't do. And I mean, yeah, I I I don't know. I don't know what the advantage like the what, what would be like the the takeaway what would someone be getting either financially or whatever from attacking pearl harbor and what so would, the
2: the intended idea was the actual to actually cripple the pacific fleet and then put america in a position where they had to come back to a negotiation table not from a position of power to allow the Japanese to get um, crude oil. It was all basically about because we 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 seized a bunch of their money in banks. We put a bunch of embargoes on them. So basically, we just stopped doing business with Japan and Japan was like, all right, we got about this much on reserve left. We got these options. What are we going to do? And some crazy and some crazy guy in the back was just like, I got it. (laughs)
0: here you go uh you guys yeah here you go here's your plan yeah. here's where we're going and yeah i mean that's one of those places i still think i would feel weird if i went to um even though it's been however many years i mean it's been what i mean it wasn't that long ago when i was a kid uh but now it's like 70 think like, 80 years 70 80 years almost yeah like, almost 80 years
2: 80 like 80- it'll be 83 it was, it'll be 83 years in december december 7th 1941
0: or 88 82 sorry 82 yeah 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 and so, yeah um and which is crazy because yeah, i mean when i remember that being like uh, i was like you know doing like the 50 year thing when uh 50 years of pearl harbor uh, mm-hmm. and it's like okay well yeah that's a little further back then but um yeah, I mean, it's pretty nuts that that became a thing. And then yeah, but like going to Japan and then after Japan or after um, World War II, they weren't allowed like really any competitive sports and shit after that in Japan. And except that's for what, baseball. Except for baseball. <laughs> that's, that's when pro wrestling took off in, in Japan as well. So they yeah. had baseball and pro wrestling and that was it. And which was weird. And but, I mean... Yeah, going, I still think, I don't know. But I mean, going there, like going to Asia, dude, uh, is fucking, it's kind of cool. Kind of cool, but like at the same time, it's fucking, going to Japan, I just, I don't know. I still don't know how I would feel stepping on Japanese soil. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be like, yeah, I don't know if I'd feel bad or, whatever but i mean i I didn't i didn't do it i I didn't do it nobody in my family fucking uh fought against the fucking uh against the japanese so yeah the pacific campaign
2: my actually my grandpa my grandpa got lucky and had a false positive of the mumps on the way over so they like shipped him off somewhere else and almost everybody else on his de- on his detachment was taken out. So, oh,
1: it's fuck. Like there's,
2: yeah, there's like a couple, three weird little circumstances like that. Like, uh, during Vietnam, they stopped pulling the draft like 12 numbers before my dad's birthday.
0: Whoa. So, like,
2: yeah, like, literally, there's a fistful of times where it's just like, you know, you could have almost not been here.
0: Yeah. We might not have been having a fucking chancy discussion today, man. Right? Yeah. And... I mean, yeah, I don't know, but there's there's definitely a reason to go to Japan, and Japan's like a pretty big place. Also, yeah. there's fucking was it twenty thousand new islands that they just found off Japan? Oh, um, it's some crazy number like that.
2: Yeah, it yeah it's a, it yeah I get what I, I think I remember that. Yeah, I think I remember an article where they're talking about they found. If I'm not, are they, most of them are underwater though, aren't they? Or are they, are they still, are they, are they up over the surface?
1: Cause I knew there was like a,
0: to be, to be over the surface to be an island or can you be an island underwater? Uh, well, technically,
2: I think you're right. It would be, has to be a sticking out. But at the same time, like, then you get into other jargon like atolls and stuff like that. Cause technically an atoll is a, is a, Body of land that's out, mostly made of other, you know, substances, but it sticks up out like the Castle Bravo incident, the Bikini Atoll. Like, was it an island? <laughs> yeah, totally. it, well, I guess you could say it was an island, but you know, yeah, that's just so. Be- I, okay, I'm a weirdo. Like, I, I got, I'm one of those guys that likes to watch the nuclear explosions because they're pretty. Sure. I mean, it's it's so horrifying, but at the same time, you just
1: shit sure, that's fucking
0: crazy we're we're uh fire is cool kind of you know, <laughs> people there like uh, um i mean yeah growing up uh in the 80s and 90s dude fire fire was pretty fucking cool like any way you fucking you find fire
2: especially when you accidentally cool. make it Especially when you make it accidentally three times bigger than what you wanted it to be.
0: Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, to go back to <laughs> earlier when we were talking about the uh, fucking uh, Oklahoma City bombing, okay. and so use so I think that used two ton, two tons of uh it was an ammonium nitrate, I believe.
2: The, the amounts actually changed so much over the years that, like, it's one of those things where they're like, okay, first report, this is how much you used. And then they're like, that math ain't mathin', fellas. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we may have made a mistake. So if you, if you if you just jimmy this around a little bit like this, and you add a little bit of extra type of fuel like here, then it brings it up an extra little bit. That that that, missed, that It's still not mathing, guys. Okay, yeah. so here's what happened. He loaded it down to maximum capacity with like jet fuel and shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and eventually, we know I think melts beams. Yeah, built right. Built beams. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, yes, of course, yes. Uh.
0: But did I you hear kicked- that a whole bunch of it went missing? Like fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. uh, It got uh, on the railroad. It demol. It got demolished like that day,
2: or like within a few days.
0: All that went missing just got demolished. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that part. And and, I found it. Yeah.
2: Uh, There's also like. What's that? What, What
0: what waterway did that pour into when it uh got blown up?
2: I think they just shipped it out because it was in Oklahoma. So I mean, there really wasn't any like any serious waterways for it to go. Are you are you talking about New York or are you talking about Oklahoma?
0: No, I'm talking about like there was just one like this last week that like oh uh, like a, I think it was like a hundred tons or something or three hundred tons of ammonium nitrate was on a train that just went missing.
2: Oh, that's sketchy. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking sketchy.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it was some crazy number. I want to say it was three hundred tons, and it just up and vanished.
2: Uh, I'd a- hate to be the guy to have to report that. Like, uh, guys, that that box car that was that was full
0: of ammonium nitrate. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. All <laughs> I, I know, is feeling- I have a nice <laughs> Rolex now and living uh, living large.
2: I have a feeling we're going to see it on the news in the next six to eight
0: months. Yeah, I have a feeling, too. Man, I did some crazy shit. Uh, so out in Utah, I did this thing with, it was like they do these uh, drills, like, uh, you know, like a simulation kind of a thing.
2: Yeah, like survival and craft and stuff like that.
0: What What's survival craft?
2: It's, uh well, that's the name of a company that, like, it's a former Green Beret, but he'll take people out and he'll do, like, drills, not always necessarily with guns, but, like, survival drills, like, you go out here, this is how you do this, this is how you, do like, make a fire, make a shelter, this is what you need to have in your bag in case you need to do this, that, and the other. It's not like a prepper course, but it's like a, uh it's like a, I guess you could call it a prepper course, but it's more of a logical prep, prep prep course not like oh my god we gotta have like you know uh you know a, a, a decade's worth of dried canned goods and somebody's gonna have to up it across the you know the country it's yeah. like what do you got with you these are the items that you need to have with you at all times in order to you know ensure survival and then we can kind of teach you how to do everything else
1: okay. mike glovery
2: mm-hmm. mike glovery is a green beret he's, he's uh i highly recommend his stuff like those guys mike mike glover the guys at the black rock uh, black rifle coffee company like all those guys are really they all run like simulation drill like not simulation drills but like drills and they have like ranges uh brandon herrera is another good one he he's like they always they're always really good at kind of explaining things the way they ought to be done and,
0: which is and, important oh for sure you know like and overlooked so easily and it's not going to go to panic and you're not going to probably have your cell phone at some point. Uh, right. Don't you do. Um, but, uh, you know, this, so this was like if there, uh, and it was supposed to be like Denver, I believe is what it was. Um, if there was a nuclear blast. And so, like, I was pl- I was an actor playing somebody, like a civilian there. And they had a whole bunch of, like, uh, not National Guard, but something like the National Guard coming in and, like, doing stuff to, like, check your levels to see how much radiation you have, hosing you off and shit. And, mm-hmm. like, dude, it was fucking wild, man. And so um, but then I was talking with my buddy, and he's like, did they film it? And I was like, not that I saw, but then I'm like, I bet they filmed those things, like, That's easy footage to have, like uh, to be able and like. I doubt I could pick myself out of something if so. Like if something ever happens like that, you might see me in it. You might see me. uh, You might see like with the footage, and it's like, oh hey, there's Rusty. Like I don't remember Rusty being there, but he was there. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, uh, it was it was nuts, and like yeah, they gave us clothes to wear. and yeah it was it was a fucking trip I only did one day of it I didn't want to go back anymore after that like I I wanted it because I wanted fucking I only did it because I wanted to be able to talk about it on my podcast that's the only reason I did it but man they took us far fucking out in the middle of nowhere out in the Utah desert uh to do this simulation and man uh yeah, we just went out further and then it's like okay we're not far enough let's go further out and yeah we come up on this place <laughs> it looks like a little fucking town and like uh these like half half blown up buildings and um yeah we have to like be yelling like you know like someone lost a leg or something or you know someone is bleeding real bad they give like i had they gave me like a big old gash on my forehead. Nice. Yeah, dude. So like they had makeup people there. So it's like, well, then why would they have makeup people if they weren't filming it? Like right. I bet I've been around enough filming, like you don't fucking put makeup on people if you're not filming. There's no yeah, there's no that reason for the extra that. mile. Yeah. So those whole things, I forgot the name of the company, but they run they run them all over the country. It's some company out of Texas. And um yeah. So, I mean, because then I started thinking about all those, you know, kind of anything I've seen before. And there's there's some other place, like how much of it is just that stuff recycled and shown to be... Uh, That's a, it's a reality. valid question.
2: It's a valid yeah. question. Because, I mean, they could easily splice in stuff with new actual news footage, you know, after the fact on the replay. Yeah, if they need a, if they need extra faces on screen, you know, not to get into the whole crisis actor argument, because that,
0: then does that does that qualify or does that mean you're just an unwitting patsy? I think both. I I think I assume that's what it was. I mean, I'm not going up there and you know, doing a fucking uh, thing in front of the camera and cracking up and then being like. Okay, my kid's dead. Um,
2: you know, I've always been on the fence about that because I, I have a dark sense of humor, and
0: you, hysteria.
2: I, pro- I process uh, I process a lot of bad stuff with humor. Me too. So, like. I I can kind of see both arguments in that specific clip that I know you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because that's, I mean, with as fresh as the wound would have been, I'm not exactly, I mean, I'd still probably been laughing out of one of them situations where you're laughing and crying at the same time, but I don't know. Like for me on that one, that that's, I mean, Alex Jones pretty much made that radioactive in the first place.
0: Although, well, it doesn't mean you enough, shouldn't still question it.
2: There, I was gonna like, say it's not like there wasn't enough things to question about it outside of the other crazy nonsense that just got dusted and radioactive. Don't fuck with it, Jews.
0: Yeah. Because I mean that's that's when like you should double down on what you're watching and like what what you're you're like they're saying, don't even fucking say this. If you fucking question any of it, dude, you're fucked. You're fucked. And then that's when you're like, okay, now I need to really they're they're hiding something something big's happening and then you see the crisis actors that are in you know two or three different things going on it's like hey that's the same person or you know like uh the the challenger thing hey my fucking twin oh, brothers i was up gonna say yeah, uh, i was
2: gonna say that i was gonna say that
0: yeah it's like oh yeah it's just a twin brother uh and then you know it's, uh, yeah it's fucking there's or like so much al- in-
2: allegedly one of the people that was at the sandy hook thing was uh, at the boston bombing like allegedly like i'm not sure on that one i i yeah. you you look at the picture okay it kind of looks like the same person but it's like i'm not i'm not with them i'm not up there with a micrometer trying to measure the distance between the eyes and all that nonsense down
0: yeah and then i mean now i think it's even going to be harder with and I think that's kind of the point, too, with uh, all the it ideas is. and everything. And then yep. one thing I read uh, was about with the uh, with the digital IDs, um, that that's going to start being how to tell that that's you. And you're going to have to go and use scan your digital ID to be able to upload anything. So it has some sort of, you know, for safety, and all that shit but like cuz it started with in Tennessee and now Utah with uh having to enter your ID to look up any porn so uh, yeah yeah if you want to look up any porn you have to fucking enter your ID so they know exactly what you're looking at uh so it's so people under 18 can't look at porn right that's if you're 18 you can find porn pretty easily like yeah or just you know
2: get into your get into your mom's purse one day get her id out memorize her number
0: right like okay here we are i found it right i'm of age yeah man that that was was the funniest shit like (laughs) you you have to click click you're over 18 okay uh I'm yeah Yep, I 18. am definitely yeah. over eighteen. <laughs> I, I think I was over eighteen by the time that came along, but um, but still, like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's that's gonna keep out tons of people, and like, you know, it's porn. Everyone's got to look at porn, but Utah was fucking. Utah was a trip, man. Um, I mean,
2: it makes it makes sense in Utah, really. I mean, that, yeah, I'm does. not surprised.
0: Yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> I, I swear I fucking was I got on a shit list there um, and because I had I had some coming to my door and I said to them um, you're not going to like what my beliefs are you probably just don't want to come back anymore here <laughs> and uh, i'm like you, you, you do you man like it's cool but like you're not gonna like what i have to say and then and then i had a business there and man i swear that business like because i heard also there was this fucking gay dude that fucking had a a shop um like another vintage shop and they or he basically got fucking you know like guess uh not quite Boy- shut down but they yeah, boycotted like black- him they boycotted it's like let's go over to uh, Deseret and Industries, fucking, which is the Mormon uh, run um, thrift store. And so yeah. like, I I feel like I was on that shit list too. Like, if if you're not fucking, you know, going if you're there, you're not man, with
2: them. You're against them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was odd. It was a very odd place and. I don't know, man. Like it, it was the thing about it is Mormons, fucking cool. I like them. Yeah. Until they, until they outnumber you. Once, if there's, if there's, if there's one of me and two of them, fuck that. If there's uh, me and another one, I'm fine. Or if there's me and someone else, and then like one Mormon, I'm fine. Even if there's two people, uh, me and someone else, and two Mormons, I'm fine with it. But once they outnumber you, dude, it's fucking. Get the fuck out. And I fucking hate making generalizations about people like that. Yeah. But that's what I learned. And for the most part. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I I had definitely and I hired a lot of Mormons too. And so that's also I tried. (laughs) I like bogus. Yeah. So um yeah, I was I was happy to leave there. I was like, we we gotta fucking we gotta get out of here. I can't. I like it's one of the most beautiful places in the world but i've heard that yeah i couldn't fucking get out of there fast enough um i don't know
2: hey i don't blame you i mean i mean there was a guy that he would i thought it was kind of strange because you know how they'll go on missions you know like be missionaries and whatnot yeah his mission his him going on mission was like coming out here to iowa from utah it's like what are we a fucking third world country like what the fuck are you doing man like I don't understand what's happening right now. Nicest guy in the world, though. But yep. me personally, like if I would have been in your position. Yeah. Especially if I was a little bit younger. I think I've kind of mellowed out in my old age. But like when I was younger, I would have just sat him down and been like, OK, let's talk about the Bible. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Oh, you don't know about these books. You didn't? They don't allow you to read this stuff. Oh, I've read these books. Let's talk about these books. Let's talk about this book. Let's talk about this book. I would have just had them. They'd be like, I don't know what to fucking believe in anymore, man. Like, what's going on here?
0: Yeah, I would have done the same thing. And yeah, like I've, I've just like, dude, you, do, you don't even want to fucking try with me, dude. It's not it's not going to go well. Like, let's just. You you do you like fucking knock on my neighbor's door. I don't give a shit. But with me, it's not going to it's not going to work like I'm not, oh, I'm yeah, not going for that. I'd
2: have broke down. i broke down the gnostic, the gnostic teaching and everything. I'd be like, "Are you doing? You know, you know, the God you pray to—that's that's the devil. You know that, right? You know that's that's evil, right?" Like, what do you mean? Oh yeah, no, all the books that they, that, you know, the, 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 that your kinfolk all burned up and got rid of. It actually elaborates. You know, Jesus said it. Some of the apostles said it. The Gospel of Adam. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. It talks about how this guy's a pretty bad feller. I don't know what's going on. You might want to check your management.
0: Yeah. Uh, and man, so like one of the first things I did when I moved out here was I went and saw the Book of Mormon uh, on Broadway, and I was like, nice. dude, it's fucking. I, I, then I went and saw it again. I I saw it twice. Like I never thought I'd be someone who's like, I'm gonna go see a fucking musical. Uh, but yeah uh, i am i went and saw a fucking musical twice man uh but it's it's pretty good man there there are certain things and the food too so let me tell you about the food in salt lake city (laughs) uh salt is the fucking uh the the most crazy seasoning you'll see on anything um man everything was so bland there except for uh Except for the Mexicans, like, and the Mexicans, there they have green chilies, and green chilies, fucking anywhere like in that Southwest area, green chilies are one of the best things ever uh, yeah. made. And man,
2: thank God, thank God for the Mexicans,
0: right, dude. That, so, uh, in Iowa, there is, but in southern Minnesota, there is, but up in Minneapolis, there are no Mexicans up there, and it was it was the weirdest shit like um i like i do i'm like the food there that was that might have been the place besides out here like the best food i've ever had of anywhere in my life like there's so much fucking good food there but there was no mexican food there. same thing with vancouver bc and um there's just like no mexicans there but then i I lived in austin and minnesota and like yeah there's tons of done some mexicans there i'm like oh so much better fucking back at it like but it was it was weird up there man uh but i i I like minnesota and i think we talked about that last time like it's it's good place out there man it's it's cool uh and yeah i have when i went out there last time my mom had me go out there i have a bunch of family buried and they lived out in iowa and um yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool going out there, man. It's uh, Iowa's nice. yeah, a, a magical place, man. It's and- like a
2: land. It's like a land trapped in time, but still progressing in its own fashion. It's it's weird. I, the, that's how I try to explain it. Like when people are like, "What's it like there?" It's like, well, it's kind of like the land that time forgot, but we have Wi Fi,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we can get it. And it's like, okay, right? yeah. And, dude, yeah, it was, man, like, it's just such a, I, I think I might have skipped universes one time when I was there. Um, I, I was driving somewhere, I think I was driving, fuck, where was I? I want to say I was going down to Waterloo.
2: Okay. But
0: uh, I might have been a little north of there. And I fucking, I was on some road because I wasn't on the highway. So maybe it wasn't Waterloo. It might've been more North, but I fucking drive my car. I fell asleep and fucking went into a cornfield and then just was like up fucking got like turned the wheel and fucking got right back on the road and started driving again. So I think, so I might've like (laughs) skipped the universe then, (laughs) <laughs> um but cuz i'm like how did i not like i fell asleep and definitely fell asleep and yeah no no damage to my car yeah. no nothing just uh like oh i'm off the road but yeah man i don't know it was it's a fucking cool place man yeah,
2: it's um, it's i i enjoy it you know i've i've traveled the world and i've been I haven't been to all 50 states yet, but I, I've, you know, I've left the country. I've, I've visited a bunch of different places and it, you know, for all the problems that Iowa does have, cause it's nowhere is perfect. Right. It's one of those things where it's like, especially where I live in, in Iowa, it, you know, like if you don't have to work for a living, best place in the world to live. I would, if, if somebody came up to me and said, I had just won $10 million, where should I go? and putting up my place of residence right here specifically because of the cost of living good cheap land great school systems you know all types of stuff like
0: that yeah that, that's yeah
2: it's, it's just tough. but if you gotta work
0: it's yeah. real tough yeah yeah i fucking at that point uh right before i moved to utah like dude i was fucking i had money then and i like looked at property i was i was like close to buying property with fucking a house and then i was gonna buy a like a, another building for to make like into a flea market and, oh yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah. and dude like it would have only been all together um I think it was like 270 or something. Yeah, I was going to say, probably.
2: Albuming. Yeah. Just it, it, That sounds like, yeah, it'd be about 300K. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, dude. Like, that, and I would have been sad. I And I could go, could fucking go riding out there, man. And like, I'm not afraid of people like going to run me off the road. And yeah, man. And, and people were fucking nice and like, no, oh, man. Yeah. I, I could have I could have easily went. And I keep like it's always in the back of my head, like I'm um, that's that uh, place, like Iowa, man. It's like fuck it's cool. It's a cool it spot. Yeah. It
2: ain't bad. It ain't bad. Like I said, you know, everywhere's got its problems. You're always gonna run into the same problems that you're gonna anywhere else in the country, whether it be, you know, persnickety people or you know groups of people that are all oh you know i'm entitled to this or i'm entitled to that but it just varies where you're at like if you're in the city it's going to be a more extrapolated and bigger event kind of a thing but down here it's like you know your cows crossed my fence <laughs> all right guys let's get a city hall together i don't know what's going on
0: yeah get these cows back <laughs> where they came from man. <laughs> uh, i happen to stop stop driving my car for a minute and i gotta get out and try to uh, right shoo it along shoe, and... shoe. <laughs> I,
2: I can tell you yeah. i can tell you when a bull is out of the pen shoe is not the <laughs> idea you do not want to shoe what do you do it's don't run <laughs> it's, the, it's like stay still keep your eye on the bull don't run and if he moves move the opposite direction very as as rapidly yet smooth slow as smooth and smooth as fast just don't it was like I remember uh, when my grandfather was still doing cow stuff and, and doing farming uh, we were out there and the bull got out and it was me and one of my cousins and then like we turned like we we're just kind of crested a hill and there he was just facing us and it's like and I'm like all right, I won't name my cousin, so we'll call him Todd. I was like, all right, Todd. I was like, don't run. And I look, Todd's gone. Todd's running. And he's doing the whole foot stompy thingy. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, me, I'm thinking, okay, I know I'm faster than Todd. So I guess if we're running, we're fucking running. So I tore off running. We both made it to a fence right around the same time. And I hit the, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I was in such a panic. I didn't think about the electric wire. So I just, I ran right into the electric fence and. Oh shit. Oh, it put a hurt. It put a hurt on me. But I I was like in such a panic. I just went down, rolled, climbed. And I was like, all right, we're good. We're good. He's all wrapping up the fence. He's like, all right, Todd, you tell grandpa you found the cat. You found the bull. I'm going to watch it.
0: Dude, like, yeah, you gotta. I guess mean, yeah, some you gotta. No, you you don't need to know. You don't need to uh, when you counter a bull, you don't stop, drop, and roll. Oh um, no,
2: unless you run into an electric fence, then then that's I'm, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it changes it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's it's
2: like it's like. Did I just get hit with a switch? Nope, nope. That's just you know. That's just two twenty. It's all good.
0: Yeah, just a few <laughs> little volts going through me and charge you right up, man. Who need, your phone's all fucking at a hundred percent? Right. Are, like, wow, my phone was dead. I don't know. It must be one of those uh, tap chargers, I guess. Oh wow. Yeah. All right, we're good. So <laughs> well, hey, uh Chansey dude, fucking awesome talking with you, man. Uh where are people gonna find you? Um, on the uh, internet ev-
2: or anywhere? yeah, yeah.
0: Everywhere, uh, everywhere
2: podcasts can be found. We do; uh, it's called Maniacal Music Musings. Well, you know, you you know, uh, with well, uh, Jer- <laughs> with uh, Jeremy Bryant, uh, we tape every Tuesday, drops every Friday. It's basically, you know, myself, Jeremy, and a guest bring together three albums. We listen to them, we review them, pick our top fives, and then you know, depending on who's the guest, it's kind of a how much can I get away with messing with Jeremy kind of a scenario. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do is just make Jeremy listen to an album that he like Sunhouse. He, he will go on about this blues band named Sunhouse. It's like the bane of his existence. But I'll tell you, <laughs> just because it's you, I have actually went out and found like two or three separate bands that are so bad that i can barely listen to so i'm oh, waiting shit. for him to be like oh i'm waiting for him to be like i got something that i got something that you're gonna hate and it's like oh
0: <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah. i have something that i'm gonna hate too <laughs> and then uh i mean yeah you can always pandora it or whatever and find what's close to it to keep it along that same path who else what other bands sound like them? if you run <laughs> out of other ones
2: I mean, it's kind of one of those things where they're so bad that when you go to look for like similar artists, it's like the same guy doing a different band kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, outside, of, outside of that, my socials are like, you know, uh, Facebook or the Book of Faces as I affectionately call it. <laughs> uh, you know, my name. Um, Instagram is the Red Eye Roundtable. Uh, Twitter's uh, Twitter's red eye table, uh, TikTok is the red eye table, and then YouTube is. Uh, you can find all of the episodes of Maniacal Music Musings on the YouTube channel there when we do all our video drops and everything. What Everywhere do do else. Um, me personally, first? I I don't I don't do anything on TikTok usually. Jeremy will set up a bunch of clips, and then I'll just yeah. like reshare yeah. them to get them out to you know different different sections of audience but like i'm not big on the whole actual platform in and of itself it's kind of one of those things where like you know i have friends of mine that send me tiktoks about conspiracy theories that i was talking about like in the early 2000s it's like guys
0: what is going on here i'm past it I'm past it, man. Like,
2: yeah, it's like, I already talked about this. You guys told me I was crazy. Now, all of a sudden, yep. just because somebody plays Moonlit Sonata behind it, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're talking about this ancient place, which, come on, guys, let's stick with what we can keep our hands on, all right?
0: Absolutely. And, yeah, dude, um, if you ever need to get your clips uh, for your YouTube shows uh, taken out and real, done real simply... Uh, opus.pro, O-P-U-S okay. dot P-R-O. You just go and you drop the YouTube link in there, connect it to your, and it give you your email. And like between 10 minutes and an hour, it'll give you 15 different clips all set up like uh, all world star hip hop-like. Uh, Fucking doing, <laughs> yeah. that's what i call it i don't know what what you call it where uh, the things, yeah things tilted and, uh, uh, and, yeah. all, the I and shit all over it it's all set up dude you just can like upload it right to tiktok or youtube shorts and yeah uh um, dude you, it's an opus, right? opus pro right opus.pro yeah dude it's fucking and you get a number i forget how many you can do but then you just have to change your email address and do a different email address to send it to and yeah, man, it's fucking, it's a big time Because That's what I got people like, tell me, dude, you got to fucking clip out your, your podcast and I'm like, I don't fucking have time for that shit. I don't want to do that shit. That would drive me fucking insane. But then I found Opus.pro does it for me. Now, uh, not yeah, I'm a, try- not a sponsor, but could be. Dude, I I just messaged them two days ago and I'm like, dude, I'm talking about your shit. I need I need to free fucking access where I can go back and get all my old shit and fucking open stop pro it up, man. So not a sponsor yet, but yeah, man. So, dude, man, uh, I, yeah, fucking enjoy talking with you. I didn't get to talk too much on the show before. So it was cool getting to meet you more. And I was I, un- was I
2: unconscious it. on that show?
0: <laughs> kind of, it- man. I think yeah. so. I, was, I didn't know. Like, I was like, okay. Um, it's kind of a but, roll. It's kind of a
2: roll of the dice. Like you know, it's one of those things we're all going. It's kind of like, um, I have a I have a card. So like, you know, every now and then they'll like I'll have these edibles, but oh, uh, my liver doesn't process it right. So unless it's like ten thousand milligrams or some ridiculously high number, like yeah. it it doesn't do anything to me. Oh shit! So then. Like, I think the day in question was is I had ate one and I was like, oh, I'll be fine. So then I ate two. I didn't let the first one kick in. And then we started doing the show and I'm just like. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Two two yeah. might be a little much. And I'm, I'm still so fucking iffy and sketchy about edibles. It's since i mean since i the last whatever however many years i've been uh dabbling into different uh things but dude it was always like i never knew sometimes it'd be a little bit sometimes it's it's a bunch yeah so yeah i'd I'd be fucking i don't know man but yeah um it works it works
2: a lot it works a lot better if you can get to like a place that's more regulated where they have like exactly 10 milligrams and here there and everywhere so yeah. that way you can kind of know you can find your limit and know where it is but like you know it's more of like a with the with the whole liver with the whole liver enzyme issue it's like well, i guess i better uh, w- i was at uh denver for uh, one of my buddy's bachelor parties yeah and a friend of ours that was in the wedding party made a bet with me. He's like, "Oh, I'll bet I can eat more edibles than you can." And I was like, "I was like, all right, uh, okay, I'll pay your I'll pay your bar tab if you if I lose, knowing <laughs> that there's no way I'm losing." So like, we went out. and We bought like, I think between the two of us, I think we bought like a thousand milligrams. Oh, and shit. but it's like, I had already ate my five hundred before we even got halfway through the night. And he comes up to me and he's, he's you know he's got a slur on because he's been drinking. He's like. He's like, how many of those you got left? I was like, dude, I ate all my, he's like, I ate all my, he's like, man, you win. I'm going to get you breakfast tomorrow morning at like six o'clock. Here's the rest of mine. Go ahead and eat them. So I ate the rest of them. So it was a thousand milligrams deep. Cool as a cucumber. Holy shit. Like I've, I come like serious. It's gotta be like super duper high dosage for me to actually like, to actually feel anything. Otherwise, I have to, you know, basically stick with concentrates because it's just smoking it. I, I prefer smoking it personally. You know, it's just more of a relaxing sensation rather than that whole long, drawn-out sense of dread.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what is going to happen? <laughs> I had that yeah. happen
2: in Switzerland. I got the fear in Switzerland. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you put a pin on that one. So if I ever come back in, you can be like, dude, what happened in switzerland
0: <laughs> yeah no, I'll, I'll have you back on i i think yeah we could we could go for for a bit so yeah oh we'll, i could we'll yeah
2: save, I, I could talk for days man for yeah sure we'll
0: we'll save that for for next time so when chancy comes back uh chancy part two at some point here probably probably end of the summer man uh should, yeah. be, should be about right uh um, works for me cool well yeah i'll get this thrown up uh in an hour and uh yeah i'll get you on there so cool well uh we'll talk soon then But all right yeah man for sure you have yourself a wonderful day man you do the same all right later all right that's motherfucking chancy uh still don't he said his last name but i don't remember it so that's me being a good host everyone but i got chancy right so because i said it wrong Last time when I was on the show, when he was talking about when he ate the two edibles, and I said Chauncey at the end, but and then I said, "Wait, no, it says Chauncey." I think I said that, but yeah, we got we got to talk about some cool shit there, man. I liked I liked him. I didn't know I didn't know what he was gonna be like. Like everyone, almost on this show, I don't know what they're gonna be like, but I enjoyed that one and then, probably could talk longer, but. You know, you know how it goes. But thank you, everyone, for listening on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, brought to you by Fred Savage as fuck, brought to you by Stonery's Productions. Hypnosis is great. Hardcore and entertainment. And sockemup.org. So that is the show, man. Boom! It's Rusty Diamond, Motherfucker! It's Rusty Diamond, Motherfucker! Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee Wee. You brought the snacks, right?